I was looking for my soul. DJ Chauncey Dundridge gave it back to me. Yes, we are live. <laughs> Hanai, we are live. Hello. Hi. Hey, I am feeling myself tonight. I'm feeling that hairdo. Oh, your girl met a blow dryer yes. and a flat iron. Okay, and so. We is we's having some inches. Some some of the my what curly suits are all glistening and all behind the shoulders and some people think it's a weave but they can put their hands through it and pull oh that was it's like a real loud you know, get the pans up <laughs> i mean so dr mm. scott mm. okay so the music today Ooh. is by dj chauncey d, d and van so my name is Dr. Richard Mills, and I am Asa Flanette Scott, and that's the way you're saved in my phone. Ooh, well, not there we go. And you were listening to Talk, Talk Sex, Sex with, with Dick. Is okay? The prolonged. Oh my god! Yes. So you guys today. We're going to talk about something that is near and dear to my heart. Oh. And that is losing your contact lens up at the service. <laughs> we have a lot of topics today. But okay. That's, that's a so part of our topic. Let's just stay on topic. Today, yeah. we are going to be talking about taxes. There we go. So, T-A-X-E-S. Ooh, taxes. Okay. Write that down, honey. Yeah. T-A-X-E-S. Taxes. So it's tax season is coming up. It's um, We are filming right now. It's um, beginning of March. We're so going into the middle of March. episode that you will hear last week that we, we mm-hmm. shot, but I've been so busy, so I haven't put that up. Yeah. So we are just, this one is shooting in the beginning of March. So it's probably going to mm-hmm. be posting towards the end, closer to April which is around tax season tax season and um taxes yeah it's it's upon us um so we have some a couple of topics so the first is uh where to go to pay for your taxes okay so let's talk about taxes so Mm -hmm. but this isn't what we're we're gonna talk so anyway so there's a due date on taxes right I think as a as a citizen, right, as a regular person, W-2. So people are either 1099s, W-2 employees. That's generally the way people fall. 1099s, you're responsible for paying your own tax, right? So, yes, 1099, you have trust issues. You don't trust the government. I do not you trust the government. <laughs> I've been a 1099, I've been a W-2, and I was like, damn, how much money did I give the government in advance? Because yes. that's, that's what someone told me. They're like, when you have a W-2, you're giving the government a tax-free interest on your money i don't want them holding on to my money yeah you're giving them a tax-free interest loan on your money and so, you're giving the government to hold it for you when you're a w-2 when you're a w-2 and you then trust that mm-hmm. the government is going to give you is going to give you back what you have overpaid them because the government isn't telling they're telling i don't trust you 
pay me your money up front uh-huh. and I'm not going to have you pay me what you estimate. I'm going to give you a number and then we're going to negotiate that back in the next year. That's why when you go and enter your stuff in there, it goes down yes. and then it goes up and it's like, oh my God, what am I going to pay this yes. year? And mm-hmm. then they're like, then this is what you, what you still owe us or what we are going to return back to you. Well, so there are free ways to get mm-hmm. your taxes that you can file. So my dad, mm-hmm. he used to do it the old school way. Oh, what's the old school way? Pen and paper. Pen a and, pen and a paper. A pen like and you a paper. fill out that form yourself. Yes. Like not with the Torbo tax no, help where they no, tell you put uh-uh. in this amount and go look here and No. Ah, was he ever audited? No. My dad <gasps> is like my dad used to I remember back this was before there was this thing called mm-hmm. the World Wide Web. <laughs> And I had a bank account. Before Al Gore invented the world. I had a ledger, and I would write down every charge in my ledger. What the fuck is a ledger? A (laughs) ledger. It's that thing that comes with your checks. Oh my god! I don't even know why. I used to, and you called the bank, National City, which is now PNC. And you listen to the automated and they go through every charge. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. So. I was just reconciling my American Express and Amazon um, charged me five times for an item that I did not. Oh, my gosh. This was embarrassing. So they charged me five times for an item. What did they charge? I, this was my corporate card that I was reconciling because I needed to turn in my um, my stuff to your to my office. No, no, no. To my, oh, um, your to my office. office. Yeah, so usually I have to do a reconciliation for uh-huh. them. And Amazon, because I link my Amazon account with my corporate card, so when I purchase um, mm-hmm. you know, business expenses, I can use the Amex. And I purchased something for a personal expense. Honey, what were you getting? Some lube? <laughs> were you getting some lube? Something you that's very appropriate you... for this conversation. For but this not thing. appropriate over where you work. Exactly. They'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm not and talking about not that. Not only did they per- did they, they accidentally you put lube, it, they send it in a nice. Like, I know they do black plastic bag. It's, it's amazing. But then, not only did they just charge mm. me once, Amazon charged. It's like the Lord was judging my transaction. The Lord was a judging you. They, they charged me five times for lube. What? What, what, what did you buy, honey? Exact amount. Were, were you getting a rabbit? <laughs> Was it a rat? Was it a toy? Why are you so nosy? I want to know. Just I bought I bought lube the other day. Okay, but I bought the I didn't know I bought the big bottle. I you bought, bought the Costco brand. I bought like it's a huge <laughs> bottle of lube, and I'm like, where do we get? Like yeah. I didn't need the big one. I mean, mm. just there's no shame in the game, people. Listen, I say that to say reconciling Skin lubricants. Your, yes, but reconciling your accounts is very important. So I did that this week. So you're saying in the past you used to have to use an actual like, well ledger? because you didn't you couldn't go and see what was in there, right? Mm. And so and now when you go write a check, when I send a check or mm-hmm. pay a bill. It automatically comes out. It says, hey, um, Con Edison, you are getting... um, Con Edison has been deducted. The check has been sent out. Mm. It will arrive on that date. Oh, wow. So it really helps with people who, you know, Mm -hmm. like... But back in the day... Yeah. I bounced a lot of checks (gasps) because you would think money was in there. Isn't that illegal, though? What, bouncing checks? Yeah. Well, you I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't know what I was doing. And then oh. I was like super obsessive about but anyways. Mm-hmm. So 
1099s mm-hmm. are people who hold they so you so, are supposed to pay quarterly tax but mm-hmm. i never do oh i do it at the end of the year i'll take the penalty okay so wait wait so explain that so is if you're a 1099 estimated. employee you pay your taxes quarterly so you do it four times a year no i paid at the end of the year i know but technically you're supposed to i think pay. i might actually start because it's really complicated bruce mm-hmm. god bless him but he's yeah. like trying <laughs> to tell me like you yeah. need to do quarterly tax so wait so you would pay it four times a year but you're gonna take a penalty because you're rich like that and i'm you not get- rich <laughs> like that it's not that much it's like a couple hundred and bucks but you yeah. get you get you do get you do get a penalty. So I need to okay. talk to Bruce, at least maybe doing it twice a year. So that's so that's really interesting. But this is this is an example of sometimes how to rich stay rich, right? Because if I were somebody... The, I'm not rich. I, listen, Girl, I'm don't just, be trying to put me up on the categories. I, I still mean, have I just mean, loans. like, this is... But this is the way, like, some folks who are able to own their own business... Um, well, and that's what I want to talk about. Yes, you're able to own your own business and you're able to have that access to income that the average person don't have. Like, I pay at least 20 something thousand dollars a year in taxes, right? Yeah, no, no, no. And, you're, yeah. And, and you. I'm going to pay that. Yes, but you, but I pay that throughout the year. Sure. Every, every paycheck that I so, get but, comes out. But here's. You're, you're 20,000. You have that sitting in your bank right now that you've been able to incur interest in the last. 12 months 35 cents but it's still still interest yeah but i will say here's where mm -hmm. people get caught up Mm -hmm. okay so let's talk if you need to you need help doing your taxes Mm -hmm. you need to talk to a tax person you can go to your local library Mm -hmm. right you can go to your library they can help you there um if let's say you i this is a question asa yes what about people that are without residence so, so what do you do when you're like, where? what's their address? Because my accountant called me and he's like, where's your business address? What's your home address? Which mm-hmm. one are we using for which? Yeah. So there are lots of resources for folks who are homeless. And that varies state by state. In the New York City um, or New York State, if you are undomiciled, you can't. Undomiciled means, means you don't have a home. You don't have a home. Domicile means that yes. you have a home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can contact um, a DHS, um, like, shelter and mm-hmm. be assigned a shelter and that becomes your home address sure and as long as you're you're you have a continuous location at that address you're entitled to get mail sure. there and you can have your you can put that as your tax um address this is for not filing very purposes. sexy okay however, but however, yeah however when you do go to file your taxes you will then just default and say hey i would like to receive this either in a card or a bank account and have the money deposited well, for you so, so you're not getting a, a lot of people you. wait until tax day mm-hmm. they'll say i'm waiting for my tax check mm-hmm. right so a lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck of course that's the new york city way or I mean, that's just like the normal way because of just the way that people are um it just just economics, you know. See, some- I wish that more people had. So this is also with businesses. Mm-hmm. I can deduct certain things on my taxes that yes, the average W two. So that's people who are having money withheld mm-hmm. cannot deduct. Yeah. I can't deduct any of my meals with you as a business expense. But unless if I t- I'm doing if, it sure. to like my private going, practice sure. or something. If I'm going out taking people out to dinner, right? Mm-hmm. Networking. Um yeah. What else can, what else? Uh, 
the internet because I do work from yeah. home. Mm-hmm. I have an office, but I don't, I'm not there. I can mm-hmm. count a percentage. My phone. Yeah. I can count a percentage of that. What else can I count? Furniture that I buy for my, um, you know, office. Yeah. Office. Mm-hmm. Right. Things that I use. I specifically bought this table because mm-hmm. it launches up, so I can set and use it as a desk. Right. Yeah. There's things that you can do that you cannot do, right? Again, you should not be listening to me. Go to your tax. We'll see what happens. Bruce, yeah. I mean, so, my Yeah, God. so our disclaimer is that we are not tax advisors or financial advisors, but there are... If you're running a business. Yes, we are just normal people who have seen the benefits of certain systems and would just let you know, educate yourself. Well, I'll say a lot of people... So I want to say, like, starting a business, the lie is that you need money. So people have a perception that I need money to start a business. That's not true. That's actually, I think, a big fallacy. I think one of the things you... So this is what I will say. If you're going to start a business, you start an LLC, a limited liability corporation. I am a PLLC, which is like a LLC, but it's a for professional organizations. Then you start to go... And we can talk about hustles, how hustles become full-time things. Yeah. But here's the thing. I think it is very difficult for people when they are trying to, when you have, when you're W-2, 1099s, if you are an independent contractor and is not billed out to your business and it's billed out to you as an employee, you're going to pay two times on Social Security tax. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's important to do an LLC. It also protects you. Nobody can sue me. They can sue my business, but they couldn't. They can come after your like your cello, which is one of your assets, your personal assets. That is not a part of my practice. Exactly. So I'm saying. So I. I mean, I'm like, with- if anybody's got a child, they want. I'm, I mean, if I could <laughs> deduct my cat, ow, <laughs> he threw up on my rug. Oh. But 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 you know what? I I think you say that to say, um, and oh, you know, is. one of the things that I mentioned, what one of the things I want to make sure that people are aware of, um, is. When you go into this venture of switching to an LLC or starting your own business, the most important thing for you to do is to understand and know your business. You know, I watched a understand show. The, and, and, so yeah. every Friday, mm-hmm. right, after I have closed the books for the end of the 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 week, mm-hmm. right, I go in and I take a percentage mm-hmm. and I tax myself higher Mm-hmm. And that goes into a business savings account mm-hmm. that does not Richard's money that mm-hmm. he touches. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the year, the deductions will go against the business, the business. But so that's why you have to hire an accountant to do the taxes mm-hmm. because my accountant, I give them everything and they have to figure out like what's a personal because I'm not a W2. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's, you know, like you, I think one of the things that I love that you do is that you treat yourself like you're an employee of your business. Like you're both the CEO and the employee. So I you love, pay, yeah. like, so you pay yourself as an employee, but you also make the decisions like a CEO. And I think that's pretty smart. I'm one a of, CEO, honey. <laughs> one of the things that you Making also... Making those decisions like a boss. Oh my God, I can't. His head just swelled. It got um, real big. <laughs> Yeah, real big folks. But but I think you just dropped a little bit of a bar that I just want to make sure that people heard is that you don't need money to start your own business. I didn't have any money. I had you, a good mentor. Yes. You need a mentor, you need um you need you need an advisor, you need a business plan, 
and you need some skill and an understanding of the business that you're going into. I watched a show the other night. It comes after Shark Tank. Tell us about it. Um, it's the guy who does the Spartan, um, you know, that Spartan Adventure Corporation kind okay. of thing. Okay. It's really, really good. Um, I'm going to kind of do some research and I'll find out his name and maybe we'll drop it in the subject matter of the um, the notes, um, the show notes afterwards. Oh, no, no. So it's like a paragraph <laughs> long. But, um, but one of the things that he said in last week's episode is business owners need to know their industry is the back of their hand. Like, and there was this business owner, him and his wife had this business. They mortgage everything. They mortgage their home and all of that stuff to buy this cleaning company. And these two individuals know nothing about cleaning. They themselves have never cleaned a house. <laughs> but they are running a very large, it's it's like a $2 million business okay. that they are running. But they have never You know, I'll say this. A lot of people. people would go... I used to, they have to change their mind with money. Because, yes, it is a service and a practice. So I eventually, I think there's two things that you said that is really important. The first, you need to have vision for where your thing is going. This practice, like Mm -hmm. Rising Therapy, is eventually going to be rebranded. And there's going to be the Lake Rising Foundation, like Ooh. the Archie Foundation. I'm going to zoom like, like, what's her face and what's <laughs> Meghan face? Meghan Markle and Harry. And what it would do is it would raise money, right? Um, so there's going to be a philanthropic like There will here. eventually. And what it will do is part of it will be, it would be the not-for-profit sector, mm-hmm. right? Where, um, and again, you want to consult your a business person to do this. Mm-hmm. It would be to provide money to, so a lot of like sex therapists, people who do EMDR, people who are specialized, they're not taking insurance, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. So what does that mean? We need to be able to get those people to provide service. Yeah. So eventually the practice will be branded, separated, but eventually the thing will go towards it's really about having vision, also mm-hmm. becoming a CEU provider. The things, the seeds that you're planting now are the mm-hmm. seeds that are going to take off in the future. Absolutely. So, yeah. so that's, that's super exciting. So um, that was like the boring um, old people part of our, our talk today. I'm doing some mentorship. If somebody's yeah. out there and they want to do do some, mm-hmm. they need some mentorship. I'm, you know, that yeah. I do that, right? And yeah, and so really interesting. So... When we were talking about taxes, um, Richard actually shared something that was really interesting. So is that sure taxes? You, oh, so just to- make sure you don't try to defraud the government. Make sure you pay your taxes. <laughs> yeah, we get have- a good tax person. Mm-hmm. I got somebody. If you need, if you're in New York State, honey, I got him for you. But let's we'll, let's we'll talk him. about we'll taxes. We'll baby. link him in our show notes as well. But as we were talking mm. about taxes, Richard actually shared a little secret that I want to know a little bit more of. So let's talk about taxes. <laughs> okay. And so he taxes. shared that his parents. They were always doing taxes. <laughs> Will but, and Molly Shay. My ta- God. But taxes was a euphemism oh. for. Let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> Let's talk about you and me. Let's so talk how about many times the... were they mm-hmm. doing their taxes? I got concerned because <laughs> I would sit there and my dad would go, my mom would say, you know, well, it's time that we need to go upstairs <laughs> and, do <our> taxes. <laughs> and do our taxes. Oh, my God. And I was like, 
Wow. I mean, I was probably like... Uh, How old were you the first time that that phrase was uttered? Like seven, eight years old. Oh so, my God, so they're like, we're going to go do our we're taxes going to in a very serious tone. Like and she it, was like, like stressed. She was like, <laughs> it's time to go. I mean, there were five of us. <laughs> Right? So I'm seven. There's Marcy, who is She's probably. Like, These kids, I need to go get my taxes. So there's Marcy, Jeremiah, on. me, Peggy, like, James. So oh. <laughs> let's go do our ta- So I was thinking about this because the other day I was watching a commercial for like a, a boner pills, right? Like Cialis. Yeah. Oh, what happened? That wasn't me. Ow, what was that? Oh, that was that. There's my laundry in the back. So. Oh. Anyways, so Marcy is five years old, or seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So she was in charge of the house. She had five kids. They had five five children. All vaginal births. All vaginal. Damn it! I was ten pounds, sixteen ounces, (laughs) fourteen ounces. I was heavy. My poor. Uh, No, I was eleven pounds, fourteen ounces. I was a month late. Damn! I should have been born in December. Damn. I could have been like a December. I could have been a Christmas baby. You could have been a Sagittarius a little bit before. But they didn't induce back then. Nor mm. did they give, you know. Anyway, so my parents would always say, we're going to do. My mom, she'd be like, well. And it would always be on a Sunday after <laughs> church. <laughs> She's like, you talk to the Lord. Now come talk to this person. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You know, my mom and dad, my, um, they used to go to Bible college. Mm-hmm. My dad did. And uh, did, does, did it was user, like on did the a, weekends. Did the listeners know what your dad does for a living? Yeah, he's a minister. Okay. So they would be, my mom he's would go, reverend. my mom would go, hey, baby, mm. we need to go talk about our taxes. We're going to go, we're going to go uh, do the taxes. <laughs> Marcy, keep an eye on the kids. <laughs> So they would go up in this room. Yeah. And then I would go, what is going on? Right? <laughs> so I didn't think any they would go in the room. I mean and I remember like the spring. Uh-huh. I'm sitting there. My dad's got the paper and pencil out. <laughs> I'm like, Dad, what are you doing? He says, I'm doing taxes. <laughs> Ooh. So I, it didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. So then my dad said to me, my mom, you know, comes up and she's like, well, it's time to go do the taxes. I thought they'd... So I went and peeped <laughs> through the people. Oh, no. Saw my dad banging my mom. Oh, no. It wasn't scarring. I just didn't know. I mean, I didn't know. I was seven. I thought they were like wrestling around. Oh, no. Well, and Molly Shay having oh, no. sex. They were. Wait, how old were they then? I mean, they're still having sex. I know. It's blessed their hearts. I'm, I hope when I'm 70, I'm having as much sex as yes. they are. Yes, we don't know how old Molly Shay is because she does not disclose she her age. She doesn't disclose. I'm thinking my mom, she said she was in her 20s when she had Marcy. Mm-hmm. So my, my sister's like five years older than me, so she's like 45. So mm-hmm. plus, I don't know. I, don't even, I can't So your do mom more. is like either 65. She's, she's, yeah, she's she just retired. She, she yeah. just retired. She's like 70, but they're still banging. My mom says, That's thank you for the blue pill. <gasps> Bless her heart. But why is it that sex is such a weird 
topic. And I think it's because I grew up in a home mm-hmm. where sex was not discussed mm. because it was perceived as like this dirty thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's so interesting. So my in my family, just sex is just not even talked about, not even now, you know? Did you ever see your parents having sex? I've never seen my... I've never really seen my parents be affectionate because my mom has a lot of, in, like, hang-ups and insecurities about affection. My mom, I think... She's not really disclosed this, but I can totally tell that she was molested and she was abused in some way because she was super hyper vigilant with me growing up. Mm-hmm. And that only comes from a place of trauma. So, like, I was never allowed to show affection to any male relatives. Mm-hmm. I was never allowed to dress any way that she thought was provocative. Um, I was never allowed to have, like, sleepovers at any um, any any person's, even relatives' sure. home. Um, Absolutely. That were, that had, like... Well, your mom's a, probably protective. Yeah. It was it was the hyper vigilance. So like I can I can go to cousins' house that had females in there, but if there was like a male in there, even if it was a family member, she'd be like, okay, so who's bringing Asa back home? Um, and I went. She to, just wanted to protect you. Yeah, this is why. Like when, when I went to like a boarding school, in a way, I was in an all girls type of situation. Yeah, she probably something and, maybe could be. Maybe she, yeah. Oh no, no. She was she was definitely like it's like that level of trauma. Okay. It had to have been. Um, but it, it's it's one of those things where because her story is that she was a virgin when I was conceived, and my dad corroborates that. Were, the, you were a virgin when you were. Don't even, yes. Did you did the no sex before marriage? Mm-hmm. How'd that work out for you? Not so good. Not so good. Not I so mean, good. you know, mm-hmm. I was talking to a guy mm-hmm. on Hinge. Yeah. And he said, he's like, I am not having sex before marriage. Mm. And I... Like, what if it turns out he's not gay? No, he's gay. <laughs> he has a strong, <laughs> religiously held belief. He wants to save it for marriage. That is, I think that's very... That, here's my thing. I, I don't, don't regret... I, I don't think that it's bad to wait until you get married. But I do believe that sex is an important part of marriage. And it's important enough that you should be with someone Mercy, that is justice, equally faithfulness. That is equally aligned with your beliefs in order to support that. So my mom, um, I knew I was I was conceived on Do you remember the twenty first night of September? <laughs> that was that was the date that I was conceived. Did that's they my listen to that song? That's my mother's birthday. So she was nineteen years old. She was going out on her 19th birthday. It was her first date with my dad on her 19th birthday. You were, cons- you were a first date I baby? I was a first date for a virgin baby. Like, he he busted very quickly. and Busted she, a nut up in your mom? And she was like, they started, and then she got scared, and she oh stopped. My. So she wasn't even, like pleasurable for her and he didn't even think anything happened out of there so he was like this girl is weird and then left okay. her afterwards and traveled he went out of state and then your mom was like and then she got pregnant and then they Jesus had to track Mar- him down. Like, like mary people were calling her that because she used to be like the pure little virgin girl well, walking around and didn't want to sleep with anybody so then when she started to show that she was pregnant that was the joke like oh little virgin mary got pregnant 
Oh my god. Yeah, she you has know, a lot I of trauma. You know, I saw this thing on the History Channel. It was about the life of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it was actually really, like, interesting. They were, like, people of faith, right? Mm-hmm. And they were, like, Joseph, right? Like, like, and how Mary yeah. had gotten, like, she had conceived. Yo, and Joseph. Joseph is a real one. And he, like, it was all about how grace had happened. Yeah. Mercy, justice, and faithfulness. Can I just say, I always say myself that I was going to write a Bible, but I was going to like make it an ebonics version of it because okay. yo could you imagine if this happened to the day joseph is telling his homeboys yo i'm with this girl she bad, <laughs> she bad. i love her i want to be with her mm-hmm. she's saving herself for marriage because she's a virgin but whoops homegirl is telling me now she's pregnant <laughs> and we didn't even do nothing <laughs> I mean, it sounds like some. Sh- it sounds like from some Kokomo stuff. I'm not gonna get into it, but I'm going home to walk my niece down the Aww. aisle. I booked my ticket, Scott. You wanted to come, but I cannot have you going. I'm taking a long week. Mm-hmm. I'm going. You're going by yourself. Mm-hmm. I'll stay here with Al. Possibly, okay. you know, we're not going to go into this other thing. Okay. But it was a very difficult week last week. It was, yeah. I think some stuff on the pod that came out was heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. I was in the heavy week. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I want to say out there, I just want to clarify to all my lovely listeners out mm-hmm. there that I want to make sure you know that I know that your struggle is important, specifically POC, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not downplaying it, but I'm like at the end of the day, when you're sitting on your deathbed, this whole conversation of white privilege is probably not going to be the thing that you're going to be thinking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, We need to see people as people. We need mm-hmm. to see them not as projects that we can like get them to do or mm-hmm. that's not the way we change things by providing grace to people. Mm-hmm. It's like the sermon. I know. Tonight, I was actually just going honey, back to my notes. Go back to your, Asa brought her little pen. It was yeah. a heavy, but it was this church and John is the pastor's name. Yeah. Pastor Tyson. John. Tyler. Is it Tyson or Tyler? Tyler. Yeah. Well, I'm just telling you guys it, it's heavy. And mm-hmm. some of the things that he's saying, it's like I got to, well, I think today we were sitting on yeah. the elevator on the way back. And I was like, uh, like, there's like prayer is a very intimate thing. Mm-hmm. And I know we make jokes, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. when we're sitting there and sometimes we'll be like joking. Yeah. But, but I think there's some trauma, yeah. specifically like queer and gay people have experienced. Mm in their life oh that noise is the it's the yeah i think what you describe truly broke my heart because i've probably seen because that i wonder when the girls are gonna go okay so when's he gonna like turn that leaf mm. over when's he gonna start eating that pussy because mm. it's not happening ladies <laughs> if you're listening i'm done eating the pussy <laughs> And I ain't going but, back. But but it's also one of those things I'm where it say comes. No, where, no, no, no. Oh. But it's also one of those things where we talk about what is the role of the church, right? And that element of grace. I. It's a of, good series, you one guys. Of my, this, like, one of my mm-hmm. tra- traumatic parts about the church comes about mental health. And I remember I was very mm-hmm. traumatized growing up because I had an aunt that now looking back definitely had schizophrenia 
um, because she, she had will, been di- she had some she wasn't diagnosed because nobody believed that sure. back where we lived. And so she would speak in different languages. She would have different personalities and, mm-hmm. and different elements would come out and she would have these very visceral hallucinations. Uh-huh. And, um, and it wasn't just like schizophrenia. It was also what, um, a disassociative personality disorder. A dissociative um, identity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just really, really real. Like she would, it was the languages. It was the gender. It was all of those things that would happen in various Holly moments. Berry had a show. Mm. You know, disassociative identity. Mm-hmm. We use EMDR to to address it. Because it comes from a space of trauma. So this particular odd, she had a very hard life. Mm-hmm. And and I remember when I was younger, the thing that scared me, the, the one of the most scarring moments that I've had in my life mm-hmm. was experiencing her going to spiritual people for healing. And their response... And they're like trying to get the demon the out. The demon out of her. Oh. And they were using a lot of like really Were they bringing the snakes in? They were like beating her. They were doing all of these things. It was just really hard Have you seen hear. Boy Interrupted? Boy Erased? No, I haven't Poor seen Boy Girl Interrupted. There's like Girl Interrupted. Girl Interrupted I just watched with, um, that. Didn't with, we watch that the other night? No. Um, that's with Hilary Duff, right? Hilary Swank. No, that, that that is not the movie. <laughs> What's the movie? Um, Girl Interrupted is Hillary Swank, where she was a transgendered boy. Girl Interrupted is about the w- girls and the the women in the mental. Oh, I did not, health I facility. I did not. That wasn't me. That was somebody else. No, the, I know what film you're talking <laughs> about, but that's a, that is a award winter, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. No, Boy Erased is about these people that would go and that's where the trauma comes in is this thing of people in the church saying to me Mm -hmm. and looking at me and i remember when i was in college your sexuality was a demon and i went to this church and i went to the i went to the the like bible study Mm -hmm. you know and i was told i was they were told we're sorry you can't do the music here Mm -hmm. because you're gay Mm-hmm. And that's a real, like, so I have not felt it, but I, I'm always sitting there going, yeah. checking my exits. Mm-hmm. Where, like, when are they going to come in? When is the, not him, mm-hmm. but when are the people that attend in the church going to come in and have those conversations? Mm-hmm. It's trauma. Mm-hmm. So anyways. Yeah. And that's, and that's real. And I, I don't know what to say because I know that's a real experience. That you well, have. it's something we all work through. And yeah. I, I think I'm glad that I have a bigger mm-hmm. um, sense of who I am as yeah. a person. But, but the sermon but, series is about yeah. the church fucking it up. Yes. Because that's how like a lot of people just would choose to not go back. You know, like at least you're with all your trauma, you're still saying, I want to still see the face of God and I still want to be there and be present and be able to sure to meet God and minister to him in the way that I know. Him well, best. I just want to be able to have a faith community that doesn't try to tell me yeah. that there's something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. So if that's their intent, honey, you just tell them I'm gay. That's the way, <laughs> that's what we do. Right. Yes. But it's a really nice. Anywho. Yeah. So. But yeah, but that's that's that was okay. great. So, so so that was news so, updates. So news updates. Go ahead. Now what what are you 
Yeah. So because we're thirty five, I know we have to. Mm. We have to get. We have to get there. Because we've been going up on these hours. Such. (laughs) I joined Bumble BFF. You did. Yeah, because I'm trying. Are you only going to have BFFs and not? No, I'm trying to. Like, so I, I heard one of my patients say that they joined. Like, Mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, I'll just like. What are you hoping to get out of it? Um, to have healthy quality relationships in a non-sexual way with men. Okay, that's good. Like, I was, hockey was over this weekend, and I was like, what a great relationship. You look like you had some boy time. What I did can, you and him do for boy time? Okay, so we went and saw Little Shop of Horror. Okay. Little Shop, Little Shop of Horror. All right. It's in a small theater, mm-hmm. so I got my tickets on Today Tex. Okay. Was, Today T-I-X. No, not really. But you can get tickets on there. Where um, did you guys sit? We or were not that far away from the... So, it's like 200 seats, and we were probably in the first five rows. So orchestra front, yeah. But I had never seen the movie. I'd never seen the play. Mm-hmm. It was good. So okay, I good. took my girl hockey out for... Uh, and I'll tell you what, like... Mm-hmm. I was, so so what, what do you guys do when you bro it up? So like you guys went to, um, I want I want to just get a, a, a little insight into your broness. So we talk about you? bro things. Okay. We have our boy time. Okay. So do you guys talk about what like men in their forties stuff? Yeah, men in their forties. <laughs> how, how to take care of your wrinkles? Yeah, <laughs> your, your penis. Hair. Taking care of your penis. Uh, Wait, both of you are now circumcised, right? He's circumcised, yeah. He was on the podcast. Wait, you're not? I am a cut, like, and I did not have a choice, but oh, yeah. Okay, because when you said he is, I was like, wait, Yeah, I, did, okay. I, I do not believe in circumcision because I believe that there is no medical reason for it. Ah, oh, it's disgusting. No, it's not. Don't take that, take your judgment zone and move it over, okay? Uh, okay. Anyway, so... You know, I'm like, I want to have, like, healthy, platonic mm-hmm. relationships with men. Do, do, do men talk about their feelings when they're with other men, but in a non-sexual way? Did I think you, that I talk him? about my feelings. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you and him talk There's about something, it? Well, I know, and I'm not going to go into it, but I'm going through, like, a little bit of a rough thing emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was there for you? Yeah, and it's like, you know, he gives the, like, guy response. He just wants to watch his soccer game. Okay, because that's what I was going to ask you. Because <laughs> I love hockey, and I, I hope that he listens to this and he is doesn't up on judge the, me. Yeah. But hockey is sometimes not very emotionally available. And he will give... And He's I, like, I like you, to, you are my brother. Yes. Like, I like to go to him when I'm just like, I just want like a real world bro response to just contextualize it. Because but I love, men are like that. Sure. Like, especially straight guys. Are, hockey is like the archetype of what a male straight guy is. Sure. Like, he is going to come home. He wants sex three to four times a day. He does. He, he says, if I was like a woman, yes. he's like, bro, if you were like a woman, we'd be having sex all the time. <laughs> he, he like, he wants that. He just wants to be left alone. Why don't you alone. get in that microphone, honey? He just wants to be left alone. He wants to go to work. He work wants to work... Um, to earn an honest living, He's he wants a hard to make, worker. make a decent money. He wants to come home. He wants to have his wife in the kitchen, barefoot. And no, what he does not want Amy he in the. Does. Office. No. He does. You know how I know that? Because 
I stayed with them for a couple of days and he was just like, Asa, you're cooking meals for us. This is so great. Well, because you know, Amy isn't going to be sitting there like (laughs) hanging out. She's on vacation. He's like, I said hockey. You know what happens when the baby goes in the oven Mm -hmm. and it comes out? Mm -hmm. You're going to be... Mr. Dad at home. Amy's going to be on vacation. (laughs) He's like, no, no, no. You and Asa are going to come up to the sticks. He tried to convince me to go up to the sticks, and I said, no, I'm not doing it. But anyways, I think it needs to be... I, w- I want to be in a in a season of friendship. Okay, I am. I'm proud of you for like expanding that reach. So that's really great. Expanding the reach. Yeah, I'm excited about that. So I'm excited about these friends that you're going to have. Yeah, and it's like very different. And if than, any of them and are and straight, what's nice about male, it is, is, and they're single, and you want to shoot them nice in that direction, what's nice about it is is that you can connect with men uh-huh. in a non-sexual yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I can connect with them, and, like, it's just, it's super nice. Okay, perfect. Also. Are you networking, too, with them? Like, is it just, like, are they? No, just, like, guys to go, like, do stuff with. So, I also joined Growler. What's that? So, Growler is, like, this... I, okay, so this I'm sounds gonna. Sounds like a puppy thing. Well, it's like it's like more like a bear community. Oh God, what is bear? But I'm not a bear. What is bear but I've kind for, of been into it. What? Can you give me a definition of what a bear is? Okay, for so there are people? otters. What is an otter? They're more like not sports gays. Oh. But they're like they're guys that are kind of like me. I'm like an otter. I'm like okay. a. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a penguin. Oh God. Okay. I'm I mate for life, right? I try okay. to at least. Um I tend to find my mate uh-huh. and then I tend to do it for life. Uh-huh. Okay, so anyways, so there's otters, mm-hmm. there's wolves. Woes, what are wolves? Wolves. Woof. Oh okay. right. And those are like kind of skinnier guys that are very hairy. Okay. Then you've got cubs, which are like the younger version of a bear they're pr- and they're like 20s that are is that what the old older folks used to call twinks no they're guys that are bigger okay gotcha but then there's muscle bears Ooh, so there's bears and then there's muscle bears right there's mm-hmm. muscle bears and then there's just regular bears mm-hmm. woof <laughs> like so chauncey like, is yeah. kind of he's a bear Okay, so this, this he is would what, identify as a bear. So this is what you get from Growler. Is like you get those subcategories. Well, so I was like just joining it because you know to to shift some time. But honey, you can go on, and I don't want to hook on the. Um, I don't want to click, mm-hmm. but you can like go on some of these people. Here, I'm going to turn this down. So you join their live. Oh, hold on. So you join the live, and then the person's on there. And the guy, this guy has been talking all day long. Oh my god! Yeah, but he's he identifies as his daddy. Oh lord! Okay. So, anyways, so, so you're so you're on. But both- I did like cello. I played cello, and people were like listening. Oh. They're like, "Thank you, that was so nice." Oh. These men that are so. So into I'm not going to get your Facebook cello anymore because I don't want you to be just growler in your cello. Like you need to put that for the no, Facebook. I, it's just like fun. Okay, maybe right. it's an intention-seeking thing. Awesome. So we have to wrap up because we don't want it to be a whole hour thing. Oh we have, no, we are. We, we can have go. two. We're we, going to go yeah. an hour. Okay, and we're at fifty. 
two and a half minutes. All right. We have so two let's talk really about good. dinner tonight. I've been doing. I can we, we talk about blue, blue apron? apron? Oh. My God, can I see that, you guys? Ooh. So tonight's read what tonight's meal is. Tonight's meal is we are having mm. a sheet pan panko crusted cod with roasted potatoes and lemon dressed broccoli. We he will start off with two cod fillets. Oh, come on, just don't a be lemon. Re- no oh, 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 you're reading it. How many? So there's a the lemon, lemon, some Italian seasoning. Italian seasoning. We're just going to kiss that broccoli with kiss some lemon bro- dressing, mm. and we are going to then chiffonade is what we're going to do. A third of a pound of potatoes, mm. and then sautéados on a sheet pan, and then asa. Uh, oh, oh, mm. Mm. We'll be gobbling. I'm going to be eating fish tonight. <laughs> the prayer so, of the Lord. Can has I been just answered. talk about this? <laughs> okay. So when I was in a relationship, it would just like be like, let's order in uh, seamless every night, and that's fifty. Like I would say that's probably sixty dollars a night, and mm-hmm. we were doing that five nights a week. Yeah. Now or going out to eat. Now I started Blue Apron. Mm-hmm. And you guys, it's great. Yeah. So a mill for two is like twenty five dollars. Wow. And they send you the all the ingredients. Yeah. And then you get your ingredients because some of them come in a bag and some like um, the garlic won't be in there, the broccoli won't be in there, uh, and the only thing you need is um, oil, oil mm-hmm. salt, and pepper. And this is why I struggle when I come over here to make him a meal because he has no season. I have no season because <laughs> I don't need it. And they send you everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like prepare and start the potatoes. And while you're doing this, right, mm-hmm. then you're like um, making the breadcrumb topping, then yeah. preparing the broccoli and roasted vegetables, and then you roast the fish. Mm. That and then at the end of it, it's real good, but I got some dessert for you. Ooh, what I'm do you a- think you're getting for dessert? <laughs> Some heavy cream, whipped cream with some fruits. Hey. It's good. You know what? I actually made that the other night. And for I got hockey. you some sugar. So when you come, nice. you made it for hockey. I made it for hockey. He liked it. I added a little bit more sugar than you would because I like it a little bit sweet. The, so my, the whipped cream, the oh. heavy cream, yeah. Okay, so we have some listeners. We have questions. Thank you, guys. Chris, you guys have yeah. been bring, We went over in. a lot of the um, the the responses questions and the questions, and we selected in. two of them mm. that were really hot topics, so we would love to chat about tonight. So Let me pull out um, some pens okay, so I can take some notes. So. Dear Talk Sex with Tech. <laughs> I love the show. Mm -hmm. Thanks for including audience questions. Because today I have a doozy for you. All right. I have been with my partner for seven years. We dated through college. He was in the Marines and is now returned home. Mm -hmm. On the outside, we have a pretty amazing relationship and are now talking about taking the next level and moving in together. Okay. Look at you. Mm-hmm. A few
few nights ago as we laid in bed making love. Yeah. Mm. Get it. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for your service, sir. As he was about to climax, he called out his male best friend's name in the throes of passion. What? Okay. Damn. His okay. male best friend name is Mike and my name is nothing close to Mike. It Uh-oh. starts with the G. Ooh. Needless to say, I'm confused and concerned. I haven't had the courage to talk to him wow. and we're both kind of pretended that it didn't even happen. Mm. It's been three weeks since this happened and hasn't been able to look at him the same Wow. Or I haven't been able to look at him the same. I'm so confused and concerned, but I don't even understand my emotions. Please help. Mm. How should I start this conversation with my partner? Thanks. Confused girl with the G name. (laughs) Damn. Wow. You know, all right, I'll let you get to the doctor part, but I have some thoughts first, okay? Okay, so we're going to break it down because, you know, one of the things I've been trying not to do is talk over my girl Asa. I mean, sometimes (laughs) like fun. Yeah, banter, yeah. Banter, Mm -hmm. but sometimes I really do want to be serious because I think people just think we're like sitting there like (laughs) doing whatever. Okay. Um, Uh, Flona, take it away and then I'll give my opinion. This is so interesting. So... Something similar happened to me when I was in college. So he, her boyfriend, so her boyfriend called out a guy's, guy's name, name in bed, and it's not just a guy; it's his best friend's name. So she has some so questions. Yeah. So he called out his Girlfriend. best friend's name during sex as he's climaxing. <laughs> so he was like, "Yes, yes, yes." Oh my. Well, okay. So what? what, And she is just confused. Like, why are you thinking about Mike as you're like that? Well, okay. So say what you need to, and then I'm gonna come up. So I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give the clinical. Yeah. So again, we are not you. you, Even if when you write these things in, this is not that. We're just gonna call it gab and gab, gab. The good gay advice. So it's. Oh my god. This just came on. I was like, where is that sound coming from? Damn. This like popped up on my. Let's turn it down. Oh, damn. Let's let that neighbor know. Can you turn it down before we get interrupted? Oh, she's gonna. Okay, so. Anyways, I didn't do that. Okay. So back to the show. We're going to listen. I want to yes. listen to some Dixie Chicks. We after. can listen to that. So I remember once I was hanging out with my college boyfriend and we were just making out. And, and for some for some husband. reason, I I don't know what, like he was tickling me. I was just in confusion. And his name was Carmen. And I screamed, Joe, stop. And Joe was like my ex-boyfriend. And so he, your ex boyfriend. Yeah. So your so Joe was not the man. Joe was not the man that was I was making out with, mm. and I was making out with Carmen. 
and Carmen like had me like up, like he was like lifted me up. I was well, like, on a wall. I can't hear what Carmen we did were, because you're not up by the we microphone. Were, we were making out. Mm. He just and he was like lifted me as he was doing that, and I said Joe, and he dropped me. <laughs> like I got dropped on my ass, and he was like, "Hello," and I was like, "Oh, I I'm like I don't." I didn't mean, I don't even know where that came from, you know? Like, it was just, I wasn't even thinking about him. It was just like an accidental kind of utterance mm-hmm. that just didn't mean anything. What the problem with this situation is the context of when it happened. Mm-hmm. And two, the fact that both of you have chosen to ignore it makes it a bigger issue. You know, when we ignore those little things, when we ignore a whisper in okay. a relationship... It actually turns into a shout later on. Because they're not addressing it. Because they're not addressing it. So now it makes me believe that there's more there there. There's more what? There's more there there. You know, that whole thing, there's a there there. It's a phrase. (laughs) Just go with me. Well, it's just like (laughs) when I asked you, uh, you said, I said, your hair looks good. And and I was like, oh, in my whiteness, I'm like, is that your weave? No, it's my hair. Well, I just want to apologize because your hair does look very nice. Thank and not you. to say that you can't have nice hair. But as a, like a white boy from Indiana, I just don't know. So I'm, one time I'm it's asking, long, one time I'm asking it's the question. Yeah, it's one time it's curly, one time it's straight. It happens. I'm just like, go with girlfriend, it. it's always like, like something. It looks different, yeah. But But I think that's the bigger problem is... What is happening in this relationship? Because how long were they together? It's like a couple of years. I would have to go back through this lengthy question. It's been a couple of years that they're together. And you're telling me that this, if this was an accidental utterance that didn't, that was a, He's in the military, right? <laughs> well, innocent, all I'm saying is, an innocent where is she from? I just want to go. Oh, we don't know. Yeah. But and in, in, in an innocent occurrence, like I would, if that were me, like I knew what when it was me and I made that mistake, I felt terrible and I was like, "Babe, I'm so sorry. I have no idea where that came from." And I worked my butt off to just make sure that he knows I wasn't thinking of Joe the Joker. Well, I, was I just always think we need him. to like we're allowing something to be a something. Yeah. So I just think we need to... It could have been something innocent, but now it's feeling like it's more. It could be an invisible cookie. Mm. An insomnia cookie. I'm going to tell you they are not a sponsor of the show, but damn. That's Sam good. Daddy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I think we're going to also put some bananas up in our... Okay, what are your thoughts? I was talking about our dessert tonight. Yeah, but what are your what are your well, thoughts? Well, I, I I think there's a few things here, and yeah. uh, kind of to break it down. It sounds like it's a big thing. Yeah, it sounds like there's some things coming up for this this person, and um, what if your I just want to point out that what if your boyfriend is I don't want to say you know I don't want to say that he is gay mm. or bisexual. Yeah. Or sexually non-conforming. I'm, mm-hmm. wait, oh, I'm waiting for that to come out. Yes. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The, this is also sounds like an insecurity thing. Yeah. I think it's so weird that that Dixie Chick song <laughs> came up. It did. Well, yes. but I think this person, this listener needs mm-hmm. to take a step back. 
And okay. I want to know how hot Mike is. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Yeah. I mean, what if, what if you, we just don't know? Yeah. But I think we there's, should not And there's assume. just like so many layers there. Like ones, there's the intimacy of the relationship between the best friends. I just remember when yeah. I was so young in love and everything would be a thing. Mm-hmm. You forgot my birthday. You forgot Valentine's Day. You had her sexual love appreciation dying. <laughs> you didn't, um, you know, you spoke to Susie too much longer than you should have talked to me. Mm. Or you remembered Susie's birthday and didn't remember. Like all of those things mean something. Well, we got to let that shit go. Yeah. Because so, that so for, is uh, not... for, So it could have been one of those things that's just an innocent mistake that happened. That it's not a big deal. But what is to me the bigger red flag is the lack of communication. Like once you're lack with of that, combo. once you're in a relationship with someone, that should be a safe space that the two of you should be able to talk about things. Well, and even I am one of, that I wonder how about. he feels. Yeah, she needs to maybe take a step back and check herself mm-hmm. before she wrecks herself. Yeah. I'm just saying that maybe what if there is some stuff? What if he does need to talk about it, honey? You need to give him space. Mm-hmm. To talk about those things. And if he says it's not a big deal. Yeah. But maybe there's also a funny part uh-huh. is what if what if he didn't even know that that happened? Like what if it was a subconscious oh, utterance that he was not even aware of that happened? What if he never said it? And, and she just kind of thought about it in her head? Eyewitness accounts. They don't mm. work. If we know from a psychological yeah perspective mm-hmm. that people recall things very differently than yeah. what they are the other day i was looking at so he something. could have been saying give me that pipe <laughs> and she thought he said mike <laughs> i mean god but there needs to be conversations she needs to clear it squash it i always yeah. say you know when people want to be right this mm-hmm. is where we this is where things get into when the communication gets broken down mm-hmm. and people start to oh we're at 57 minutes well yeah. it looks like we're going to be going to 106 okay. okay so anyways i think well, let's just talk about it okay yes. so yes so your question was how do you start that conversation you just say right. hey yeah. this is what i do and yeah. i teach people to i this is what i'll say and i don't do what i would never i always say hmm we need to address this because this is a thing and I don't want it to be a thing. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying right now is it's a thing for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be a thing. Yeah. So let's squash it and move on. Yeah. And I think you should be prepared for all and make it a conversation, not a closed conversation, an open conversation. Sure. And what if he comes out and he says, I am a bisexual. I've been thinking about my boy, Mike. Mm-hmm. Honey, if Mike's single, send him on over here. We got to go on to the next okay, one. Yeah. So I'll, we'll pray for you, G. And I'm not praying. Boy. I'm saying she needs to be having that conversation. Yeah. I'm praying that she has the courage to have the conversation. I'm you praying pray. that it's a healthy conversation and that the response that she gets, that it helps her inform a decision that's best for her. Inform that decision. Absolutely. And let it go. Yes. If, it, if he says... Well, I said Mike because, you know, I was hanging out with Mike. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways. Next okay. Final question. Dear Dr. D, Dickie Dickie Jill, <laughs> I hope this message gets to you in time. Mm-hmm. I'm in need of some advice and love 
how you and your amazing co-host don't let her head has just gotten big (laughs) gives us the real deal answers and advice so i did something foolish i cheated on my girlfriend of two years it was the one-time thing and i was out of town for a work event went out into college uh, went out with a colleague Mm -hmm. one thing led to another and i fucked up I have regretted it ever since, and I have worked really hard to make it up to my girlfriend. She doesn't suspect a thing, and we are doing fine since this was my error, and I am never, and in caps, N-A-V-E-R, going to do this again. Do I have to confess, or can I just make my mouth? Or can I just make my mouth shut and pray that she doesn't find out? Thanks so much, Secret Lover from Philly. <laughs> you know, I wanted to let you know, Secret Lover from Philly, I'm going to be in. Well, I'm thinking about Scott. I'm thinking about seeing Tori Amos on. Is she, is she in Philly? The Tuesday before she gets to the. Maybe the weekend. Maybe going to be spending some time up in. I don't know that I'm going to be working that week. It's a Tori Amos week in, in Mar- May. When you're going to Kokomo? No. Oh. Anyhow, so okay. this individual has stepped out in their relationship. Yeah. What do Scott? My thoughts. <sighs> I have two thoughts. These are not popular thoughts. These are my thoughts. So don't judge me. I believe that when someone is unfaithful in a relationship, have you ever stepped out in a relationship? Yes, in a way, um, because I define infidelity oh, very, I have. very differently from most people. So it was not always sex. But right? I had said to them multiple times, look, mm-hmm. I should have, when yeah. I was young mm-hmm. and, and I had said, hey, yes. so I, for me, I, so, don't, I should not yeah. be in this relationship. Am I a, and I hate that, that idea of once a cheater, always a cheater. Mm-hmm. I think there's something bigger going on in this relationship. Yeah. So, so number one, yes. Like I feel the fact that you're saying that you cheated and it doesn't change the dynamic of the relationship mm-hmm. and that she doesn't suspect anything, that tells me that something is wrong in that relationship to begin with. The because, what, say that again for me because yeah. I was like, I was processing yeah. and then... Uh, mm-hmm. So when we are in a strong relationship with someone, like I can sense energy and this is even from a relationship that's not a sexual relationship, if I am in partnership and not even, not even a word covenant, but just if I'm in a bond with someone and Mm -hmm. something has changed in that relationship, I feel it. I sense it. I know it in my lady parts. They start to tingle. (laughs) Well, I hope your lady parts never tingled around me because you ain't getting none. Okay. I, had, I had a boyfriend that used to say, he's like, is that's your badge detector? Like, I can I can tell. Like, I can tell you know when what? things are just not gelling and we're not in the same I page. think sometimes non-disclosure is the best policy. So, so that's number one. Number two is my reason about what is gained when you have confessed an infidelity is you're you know, now once, putting the yeah. burden on the mm. person that you've cheated to make amends about whether or not they want to stay in that relationship. I mean, I think there's some things that we need to make sure that we 
people's sexual health. So making sure people so are if healthy. If the disclosure is like, I need to tell you something because I just picked up an STI. Or I need to tell you something because I now have a child on the way and I have to like, that changes the dynamic of our relationship because now I'm going to have to co-parent with this other woman that will now impact our relationship. But if nothing is changed and this was just a one night fuck stance and I am not like, this is, this is just something that happened. The, mm-hmm. the damage that you're bringing to make that confession, it's only for you to feel better because you're now guilt-ridden and you want to get rid of your guilt. So confessing is just a cathartic release for you so that selfishly Mm -hmm. you feel better. But now you're putting that pain on a partner who's completely now without... Well, we don't know whether the partner was holding sex hostage. You know, one of the things I do when I'm doing couples therapy and I'm working, sometimes I will ask what what was what both people were playing and like what was happening mm-hmm. and what have you parts... have you ever had um, a couples and I've I've done this because I've done couples work where I've had two two couples come to me mm-hmm. and I I would interview them separately. And sometimes I would be interviewing one person and they mm-hmm. would tell me things that the partner doesn't know. So I have, when people start with me, I have a, I, I am a secret keeper. I am mm. the keeper of your secrets. If mm. you want, unless you say you're going to hurt yourself, someone else, you, okay. something involves children or something uh, like that is illegal, so if not even illegal, keeper, but yeah. if it. So if secret keeper came to you and said, hey, so I would I say before and blah, 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 blah. I would say before. Okay. What would you say? Before, when I was in therapy with them both, anything that's discussed in individual session Mm -hmm. is off grounds. Gotcha. Unless I say to them in the the couple's session, hey, is it okay to disclose this or how do you want to disclose this? Mm -hmm. So if he tells you My job is not to police their relationship. My job is to help them to communicate about what's happened. So he says, he tells you this, she doesn't know. They're back in a couple. And then she's like, he's never cheated on me. This is the reason that I'm staying with him, blah, 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 blah. You don't you you have a poker face. I am po 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 poker face po poker face po <laughs> yeah. poker face. Some people don't like it, and mm-hmm. I couples therapy is like I do a lot of individual work with yeah. people in couples therapy. I do when I'm working with couples. Sometimes I'm working with them as a as a couple, mm-hmm. like. But I also tell them, if you don't feel comfortable with this dynamic, you should probably have a traditional, you both Separate. have a, yeah. you know, but mm-hmm. I think for this listener, mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's important to be honest, right? Um, but I also think mistakes happen in people's yeah. lives and it's not my job and, to... And so mm-hmm. the, the interesting part for him is that to me that, that sex did not impact his version of what commitment was for him. In sure. That he may not see sex as a, mm-hmm. as a commitment thing. Yes. He may not, he may not think it just could that have been just the biological release. Like I, and, and here's my thing as a woman, if I was in a relationship as a and gay my man, man and my man said, he when sh- I'm like doing, when I'm talking to somebody mm-hmm. and let's say I meet somebody out, and 
they're like, do you want to fuck? And I'm like, yeah. And then the, I'm like, do you want? And, the, and then they go, hey. And then it, it's an exchange of an experience. Mm. Whereas maybe in a heterosexual world, that's like a different experience. But for like gay men... It's very, like, transactional. Sex is not seen as a... It's very different. I'm going to say that's for you, because I know a lot of gay men that don't ascribe to the same type of transaction. And I know a lot of gay men that do (laughs) ascribe. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. It's not my my job, right? Yeah. We're all adults in the room, Mm -hmm. and we're making adult choices. Okay. And to this person... If they feel they don't want to discuss it, don't discuss it. But yeah. no, when you open up that that mm-hmm. that door, mm-hmm. you are opening up a full thing. Absolutely. And I think that the most important part, too, is that this confession will change the dynamic of the relationship. And you're, and that's a door you're not going to be able to open. I mean, I've been on the other end of it. And I've been... But the, it, yeah. And, and it sucked yeah because it was not it was something that i always kind of questioned and that's the way it is that's the way love goes as janet jackson you know uh, i know girl you know what if they want to tune you know we'll go for a tent no i'm just but here's the thing everybody's situations are different Mm mm-hmm but tonight, all I'm worried about is eating some fish. Yes. <laughs> so, what for this listener? We say, do what's in your heart. I see. I see. Do what. Do what's in your heart. Number one. I but think to understand why it happened, yes. right? I think I that's think the bigger understanding thing. Understanding why, why it happens. If yeah. you feel this is a one-time thing, this was purely a transactional thing, situational, etc. It'll never happen again. It didn't change the dynamic of the relationship with you. I think there's a space that allows for you to address that on your own individually. If for some reason this speaks to a bigger issue of just like, hey, they're they're functional things in a relationship that led to you finding solace in this other person. And, you know, like no one accidentally like, mm-hmm. you know, slips in a pussy like that just not accidentally happen. I mean, it's just like, was- hey, sorry, my penis went in your vagina Can, <laughs> like or there. in your it touched my that yeah. of my penis touched your clit and just went on in like that was a conscious decision Mm -hmm. so there is there is a space that i'm not excusing that behavior and that it's important for you to reconcile like what led to that and what work you need to do as an individual to address that i mean i think there's some things like Mm -hmm. why is that happening Mm -hmm. i also don't think that you're a bad person we're not bad people we're not broken Mm -hmm. you're somebody who did something Mm -hmm. that maybe you're like "Uh, why did i do this but my job is not to tell you whether you're a good or bad person. Mm-hmm. It's not flow nuts, but <laughs> it is flow nuts job to Oh, I have a question. Flow nut, sure. do you ever watch gay porn? <laughs> um Do you ever watch gay I, porn? Hmm. I was like curious the other day because I started Invisalign. Yeah. I was like, there's porn for everything. So I typed in Invisalign, <laughs> Invisalign on like Pornhub porn just to like, <laughs> and there was nothing. But then all these like things came up for like heterosexual porn. And I was a bit like, wow. So it's, I don't, I don't, so I'm very weird. I don't really watch porn in general. Like I watch erotic films i watch films that have like an erotic space to it so like 365 (laughs) and i watched remember that movie that we were watching about that guy um 
that Sp- that Italian guy that we saw that night? I don't, I don't know. We watched it. We started. He was like Italian. He had the the red head. Oh, yeah, the, uh, yeah Rocco. <laughs> Rocco. Yeah, like that was like getting you moist, honey. You were getting and, moist on that. And then, like, I I watched all the Fifty Shades of stuff. Like, I like stuff with a plot, you know. I watched Brokeback Mountain. I've like watched, you know, like all of okay. So you milk want... all of those things. I loved the sex scenes in Milk. Like, I felt there was like an intimacy there that went with the storyline. So I'm well. This is a whole. This is a whole situation, yeah. folks. Anyways, we I gotta go because yeah. Doctor Scott said that she has to go let this poodle whatever the dog what's the dog's name frida frida Callow. <laughs> oh my god elspin you guys say a little prayer for al he's been like vomiting is he still vomiting no oh, say okay. a prayer for me that my taxes so anyways taxes honey taxes pay it <laughs> Or get and paid. you know what? There's no shame. I did not feel scarred because I saw my because I was peeping through the people. Listen, your parents, you know, they did it a lot because there was five of y'all. Five. I think my parents only did it once because it's only me. <laughs> well, so to all of our lovely, if you have a question that you want please us to submit, we love your questions. Yeah. Info at Lake L A I K E Rising therapy.com yes mm. this was really fun all right i'm ready for my okay I'm ready well, for you yeah. to cook that fish so i can eat that fish. am i cooking it or are we cooking it we can cook it because it needs to be done quicker okay all right bye okay well <laughs> so my name is dr richard mills and this is asa flownut scott dr scott and we have talked to the sex with you mm. and the music today that you've heard is from 53 christopher street yeah from dj, DJ chauncey D, 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 and van hesher and then we had a little bit of dixie checks oh well. yeah the music <laughs> that we do not own the rights to that music but i am performing yes you're doing real another, quick honey um, april the i think the 21st ooh. oh 21st i'm doing is it in person it's yeah it's a, a it's a variety of show so okay. i perform i'm gonna be doing some i'm piano. gonna have, make sure i have my tickets where can we get tickets you're from? just paying like a little five dollars at the door so. okay. can i reserve a table no you, you know can. me i like the vip situation. i know well, just show up a little bit early all okay. right guys so um i just want a special request i like when you Maybe I'll do a beyond. Every night, every night, every night. Okay. Every night, All right, guys. Until every next night, time. Every night, Bye. Every night, every night.